Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. The Warriors, they beat the Los Angeles Lakers 128-112 in a game that didn't have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, or Carmelo Anthony. This was a game that the Warriors kind of didn't need, and honestly, it showed. (laughs) They struggled with the Lakers for pretty much like three, three and three quarters. The Lakers, they basically played like a team with a lot of dudes who are either rookies or dudes who are on like one year contracts, right? They're like, oh, we're on TNT. And they all played really hard and played well. Like Dwight Howard, he shot six for 10. Taylor Horton Tucker, who has been pretty much a massive zero this season for the Lakers scored 40 points. That dude was playing like he wants out. (laughs) Look, I'm good. Trade for me, you know? But to some extent, I gave the Warriors some leeway in this game, largely because they had three days off. They were maybe a little bit rusty, but also they 100% played down to the competition, right? They didn't see any urgency and they didn't play with any urgency. They thought they were just playing the scrubs and that they would roll over but that didn't happen. Like I said, Malik Monk is also on a one-year contract and that that dude is good. I've always thought he was going to be a good solid player, but he looks pretty much like a Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford type. And whoever signs him next year is going to have a hell of a player. But my question throughout this whole game was like, all right, all right, they're going through these motions and whatever. Can the Warriors eventually just flip the switch and put this game away? Halftime comes. I'm like, no, no, they, they haven't done it yet. Third quarter ends. I'm like, yeah, you know, they had a little bit of a run, but still, still, uh, still a game at that point. But then finally, in the fourth quarter, the Warriors pulled away. They made enough big shots. And it was done maybe like seven minutes left in the game, six minutes. So that's that. Right now, the Warriors are still in third place. If the season ended today, they'd be playing the Denver Nuggets, which is fine. Fine. The most important thing right now is for no one to get hurt. And there were at least three important dudes who ended up with some like hitches in their getups at some point in the game. Didn't seem like anything was serious. Maybe serious enough only to sit out the Spurs game or maybe the final two. But Andrew Wiggins knocked knees with somebody on a basket in the lane in the first quarter. That looked like it was pretty uncomfortable, but he kept playing and he came back and it didn't seem to hold him back at all, but it might swell up. So we'll see what happens with that. Draymond Green took a charge and landed on his wrist again. Something that you don't want to see because, as we all know, if there's no Draymond, there's no chance. He kept playing, and I think on the next play, he actually drove to the basket, had a nice layup. But, again, all these things, and the running on adrenaline and stuff, so we'll see how he responds to that. And then Jordan Poole, he went for a fast break dunk in the fourth quarter towards the end of the game and got fouled and hit his wrist pretty hard on the rim and seemed to be favoring it while he was sitting on the ground before his teammates picked him up. But I think he's all right. You know, he's 22, so he should be okay. But please, please, no one, no one get hurt, right? We're hoping for a long playoff stretch. And, you know, that's one thing that I have in the back of my mind. It's like with Clay, 
Draymond, Steph, Andre Godala being the core championship four, are they going to be able to make it? <laughs> are they going to make it to the end? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe they have a ton of luck and all of them stay healthy throughout the playoffs and they make it to the Western Conference Finals, then on to the finals. But, you know, I think that's something to keep an eye on. And when somebody goes down, you know, that's when like the dudes like Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, and even the plug and play guys like that you rarely see, JTA, Damian Lee, you know what I mean? Like if one of their shooters goes down, then Damian Lee plugs in for someone else. If Andre Godala goes out, Kaminga gets more minutes. Just because the Warriors might start off the playoffs healthy does not mean that's how it's going to go. Jonathan Kaminga got a little bit of run in this one. He played eight minutes, two for four from the field, two for two from the free throw line, six points, four boards. I was surprised to see him out there. It obviously changed the game a little bit because of his athleticism and what he can do on the court. There was one play where I believe it was Wayne Ellington tried to stop Kaminga coming down the baseline and Kaminga just like quickly jumped up and put a shot up off the backboard. And it was like, wow, he's again, he's such a quick jumper. You know, he's so athletic, so much more athletic than other dudes in the most athletic league in sports. But it was good to see him out there early. You didn't see him much when it mattered in the second half. He came in in garbage time, hit a nice off the dribble pull up mid range jumper from just around the free throw line. And, you know, if he can start hitting that consistently, that like Paul Pierce jumper, whew, yeah, that's just another weapon that he can go to as his career moves forward. Again, the kid is just developing. And if these Warriors coaches and trainers, they know their stuff. It's like, make him watch Paul Pierce, you know, make him watch other dudes and steal their tricks, the things that made them so dangerous and consistent, right? Kawhi can hit that mid-range. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes from there. Clay Thompson, all I've been hoping for from Clay is a stretch of consistency. And he played 33 minutes, 12 for 22 from the field, six for 10 from three, hit all three of his free throws, had four boards and four assists, 33 points. That's promising. That's promising. And if this is a sign of things to come, again, it's only been like a few games, but that bodes well for everything else moving forward. You know, I was really looking forward to this game before the Lakers got eliminated because I was hoping that the Warriors would be the ones to put them away. But obviously that happened a couple nights previously, but it was just nice to see the Warriors play basketball again, to be honest. It had been three days, which is a really, really long stretch. They looked rusty, appropriately rusty, and they're still gross with the turnovers. They just kept tossing the ball here, there, the other. And as we know, that's just part of the Warriors' way. That's one of their Achilles heels since the dynasty started. Again, hopefully they clean that stuff up, but they got a couple more games to work with that. Two titles are up for grabs on the stacked UFC 273 fight card. Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets, win or lose, guaranteed. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the excitement. Everyone can play for a share of millions in prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy MMA contests. Draft your lineup of fighters while staying under the salary cap and rack up points for strikes, takedowns, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TBPN this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I figure on the back-to-back with the Spurs on Saturday and then the Pelicans on Sunday, you'll see a mix and match of guys play, some guys who need work, some guys who need to get more in rhythm. Obviously, the Spurs game might be the one that the starters play in, but if some of them are feeling a little bit beat up, maybe they take that extra day and they get a little bit of run. They play 20, 25 minutes against the Pelicans. We'll see what happens. Again, if the Warriors lose any of those games, it is what it is, right? You're trying to preserve health and stay in rhythm. If they fall to fourth, again, not the worst thing in the world. Like I've said, I don't worry. I don't fear any team for the Warriors, but you'd rather see the Suns maybe in the second round than the Grizzlies, right? Just because the Grizzlies have something that the Warriors haven't figured out yet, and the Suns, the Warriors just match up better with them. And in terms of the Jazz or the Nuggets, toss-up, right? I do prefer the Jazz. They are obviously a team that is trending in the wrong direction in general, so you want to play against them, and there's nobody on that team that really worries me, especially in the playoffs. But, you know, again, bottom line is you give me healthy Steph, Clay, Draymond, and then throw in Poole, Andre Godala, and I like our chances. That's it. If the Warriors end up a fourth seed, but they're healthy, that's a team that no team wants to play, plain and simple. <laughs> One random thing, it says that Otto Porter Jr. was plus 35. That's got to be a typo. The Warriors were never even like 20 points ahead of the Lakers at this in this game, so that's weird. Anyway, that's all I got for now. Two more games, and just got to give a quick update. I'm really excited for the playoffs. I've never, never done podcast episodes during the playoffs. When I first started this podcast in 2018, I had to cut it short because just other projects and I didn't make it to the playoffs. And then last season when I picked it up again, obviously there was the play-in round, but that's about it. And now it's like, whoa, it's like a whole new season for the Warriors and kind of for this show. I'm I'm excited. So after these two final games coming up next week, I'm going to do a season in review episode where we look back on some of our thoughts, predictions, impressions of what the season was going to give us and see how right, wrong, happy or sad we are. And then also there will be a playoff preview episode that will happen as soon as the play in round is over. So keep an eye out for those two. I know that playoff games are a little bit more spread out than the regular season. That's good for the Warriors, obviously. They're old dudes and and getting healthy and staying healthy. But, uh, you know, we'll definitely have some special episodes throughout the whole playoff run. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our new YouTube channel. The link will be in the show notes. Be sure to check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Folk Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you can, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. And also leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Thanks for listening. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo 
for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. <laughs>